Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 35 of the Last I Go Heart podcast. DJ, spin it. What is up, everybody? How's it going? How's your Monday, your Friday, your Sunday, whatever day of the week it is that you're listening to this podcast? I am just glad the Last I Go Heart podcast. Just be able to make it in your day, whichever day you're listening to it. Man, I have a lot of things to cover. It's been, what, like three weeks, two weeks now? But before I get to any of that, y'all probably wondering, what is, what am I wearing? What is going on right now? If you're watching me right now, you're like, Dawson, is that a do-rag on your head? <laughs> you better have some explaining to do of why I do. <clears throat> All right, get ready. This episode, episode 35, is dedicated to the attire of Slim Shady. Woo! <laughs> uh, yeah, look at me in all my whiteness. You like those white moves, little dance moves? Little I can't really do much in this seat, I promise you. I've won dance competitions, my 7th grade uh, football locker room dance competition. Yeah, I beat... Yeah, I, I beat somebody at their own game. They were really good at dancing, by the way. Um, I, they thought they were going to just destroy me, but no, I pull out the shopping cart. Uh, uh, the little the little fishing pole dragging people in. Man, just anything that you can imagine. And I just lit him up, and I got a little blue ribbon. And, I mean, I just you know felt like the top of the world. And, uh, I mean, I, I have to tell people that all the time. But, anyways... Dance moves, Slim Shady. Why, why am I dressed like Slim Shady? Why am I Slim Shady attired? The baggy clothing, the do-rag, whatnot. Oh, well, I know that um, it happened a few weeks ago, but I haven't, you know, happened to hop on it just yet because, you know, I, it's been a little bit since I've done my last podcast, but I have just wanted to mention it, you know, and dedicate, like, you know, a little bit to show my support for whoever, whoever dared Getting a little emotional because, you know, bringing back childhood. Hey, look, Eminem, Slim Shady, and B-Rabbit from 8 Mile. Whoever you may know him as, he has been a part of my childhood, been part of my life for forever in music. Uh, as soon as my mom and dad got divorced, my dad loved rock music. And my mom, she was all about Eminem. The recovery album, that was what she jammed all the time. And, you know, I was in the back with my sister, and we were just on the way to school, just middle school, yeah, what's up, we're on the way to, you know, eating or whatever, it's just, Eminem was a part of all my life, and all my, like, you know, struggles that I had when I was little, you know, just being able to play some Eminem was just like, mm, all about it, and then some dude on TikTok, or woman, or whatever, I don't know who it was, but I just heard there was some person on TikTok trying to get Eminem canceled, you can't cancel Eminem, he is, you, you can't cancel him, just so, like, if you want to know the level of fame that you have to be to just not be able to get canceled and be untouched and unfazed, Eminem, that's the level of fame that you have to be, literally, he gets like one, has multiple music videos that have billions of views, billions with a B, you, you just can't top that, and, I mean, you're trying to tell me <laughs> that one of the kids from my generation tried to cancel him? You will, only ne- you will never see, find another rapper like, like Eminem, for sure. I, I don't think in my lifetime, unless some miracle happens, 
or something. I don't know. I don't think I will ever find there will ever be another Eminem. He is just so unique. So I mean, I know he doesn't need this much recognition. He doesn't need a, some kid, you know, that's you know just in his early twenties telling him, just praising him. But I mean. It's got to happen. I mean, I'm just in here full support, and I can't believe someone dared ever try to touch that territory. But, you know, Eminem in true Eminem fashion, you know, he came out with a song, roasted them, saying, hey, try to cancel me, you know, blah, blah, blah. People have hated him for years. You know, you know, typical Slim Shady fashion. Came out with a song, destroyed the beat, you know, as always, and, you know, just roasted anybody in his path, and that's just how he goes. And he just moves on. He goes back into his little hole, uh, which is no big deal. He's a very private person. I respect that. But then when everybody talks trash, then guess what? He comes out of it, totally gives spits fire, and then goes right back into wherever he is. <laughs> but I enjoy it all a lot, you know? And um, uh, with my attire, <laughs> uh, it's not just the top layer, but we also have the bottom half. The bottom half, uh, I... I I worked really hard on this. I took an old pair of joggers that I don't use anymore, and uh, I went I went a little uh, DIY on this one, and uh, I made a my own pair of crown pants. <laughs> if you haven't looked at my Instagram stories or paid attention, I made my own pair of crown pants. It took forever, but I got crown bags and and just cut them out and made pants out of them. And uh, I know y'all's first thoughts are probably gonna be like, "Man, Dawson, this dude is an alcoholic." No. That is not where I got my crown bags from, okay? My mom helped me, okay? And anybody I asked was like, do you have extra crown bags left over? Uh, I was almost getting to the point of where I was, that on Amazon, you can buy like a whole box of crown, uh, just bags for like, I don't know, like 30, 40 bucks. I was almost getting to that point, but it took me a while. It took me a few months, and I finally, you know, gathered up enough crown bags because I want to make some authentic crown pants. I just didn't want to buy them off of Amazon, okay? I wanted to get some authentic crown bags because who knows what Amazon's going to be selling me. I could, you know, come in here and it could be like some fake stench. You know, I want like auth- authenticity. That's the word. I, I want that you just, I don't know. Like you just can't, it's like Gucci and fake Gucci, you know, this, this, the, the difference. Okay. Now, boom, look, I'm wearing them right now. Look at this. I'm going to do, uh, uh, and then sit back down. They're kind of hard to sit back down in. I think the glue really, you know, really did its job. And uh, it, it made every seam just, just, it's so tight on my legs right now. But I think I just got to wear them more. And then eventually, you know, I would become more movable. And I'd be able to move around in them more. Uh, but as of right now, I am, I'm pretty stuck <laughs> in my ways, in my decisions. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, beautiful work farther. They're gonna pop up here or there or whatever, but it's gonna be me spinning around probably. Yeah, somewhere whenever I edit it, and it's you'll get a better look. Uh, I put some paint on it. Uh, it man, it took me forever. I attention to detail. I took the rubs out of the bags and you know lined them up. Oh, they're, they're my prized possessions right now, and uh, uh, I, I calculated it, and for how many crown bags that I have on me is equivalent to about uh <laughs> about $1200 worth of crown. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I got $1200 worth of crown um 
all on my all on all of that make up these pants and uh it's just you know i gotta you know, it's with the mode you know i gotta have crazy pants with the with the shady shady business up on the top and then you got party on the bottom and I just, you know i'm just with this do-rag on you kind of get in this mood you kind of get in this really savagery mood and i it's just it, the whole fit just fits perfectly together just like the glue that makes <laughs> makes it just binds together like this glue and the glue that i used was uh super glue um I used three bottles of it. <laughs> I spent literally $35 alone on glue just to be able to make these pants. I didn't sew them together. I don't know how to sew, and I'm not going to pay somebody to sew them for me. And just sewing takes way too long. I wanted, to, I wanted them now. <laughs> so, you know, the typical American way, I want them now. So I just used three bottles of super glue and it, it it's a work it's a work of art it's amazing and uh i, I was just so glad to be able to be, be in the process of it <laughs> besides that man i have so much so much to dust off because of the past few weeks have been busy how was your spring break mine was more of a spring breakdown i'll get to more of that in a minute uh there's man there's so many things like uh for one uh, I'm a, I just dropped out of college. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was my big news. I posted on my story. I was like, hey, tune in to this podcast if you really want to know the big news. And the big news is that. That that just straight out, just dropped out of college. I mean, I I don't know what y'all, is that a cause for celebration that I dropped out? Uh, I know in this, you know, time and age, you know, dropping out is probably not like, you know, looked upon as like the most, you know, heroic you know tap, pat on the back but you know what who cares i dropped out put on the music just oh. i dropped out what's up how's it going yeah uh uh partying up for a second you know just take a little swig just mm. oh just the relief okay the relief of not having to be in uh in college anymore i literally paid uh, I did it for one semester, not even a full semester, but, um, I paid $4,500, yeah, $4,500, I think, that's what the bill was, uh, just to, you know, just stare at a screen, screen on Zoom, which is ridiculous, I don't even know why they even had that in college, why do you not give kids a discount or whatever, but they're like, no, we're gonna keep it the same price, because, uh, that's just how it works, you know, uh, what other options do these kids have? We're just going to drain them for what money that they don't have. <laughs> Whatever. And it's just so stupid. So I'm a dropout. All right. What am I doing now? Who knows? But guess what? No one knows except for my roommates. I told them. Uh, other than that, my mom, my sister, my family, they don't know. Uh, so, uh, man, it's way too late because I would have called them right now and just told them and would have got that reaction. This would have been great. But you know what? I'm, I'm going to do this right now. I'm going to put them in a group chat. Okay, it is currently uh, really late. It's like 1.30, 1.30 in the morning right now uh, while I'm making this podcast. But I'm going to put them in a group chat real quick, and I'm going to let them know the good news. Um, I, I don't think uh, to them it's going to be really great news because my sister's in college right now, my mom. Uh, now she'll have nothing to brag about. 
<laughs> now she'll have nothing to brag about to her friends and her clients that she has at work. My son, yeah, he's going to school and he's going to college. He's going to become a film major or whatever. And just, you know, I've just been so proud of him. But, well, <laughs> not now. She's going to just go right back down, right back, like, hold on. I mean, Savannah. Oh, that's my sister's name. And Mia. Savannah and Mia. Ooh. Got to type those in. And, uh, <laughs> I just dropped out. Send. <laughs> oh, man, that feels so good. That, like, that just feels so good to just be able to say that. Uh, not because of the reaction that I'm going to get. I already know what the reaction is going to be. It's not going to be a good one. It's going to be like, uh, I'm going to get a call tomorrow morning from my mom as she's on her way to work. And she's gonna, probably going to be yelling at me. And, uh, my sister's going to be like, really, Dawson? Like, uh, um, like, uh, you know, uh, I don't know what my sister would really say. But either way, you know, it's going to be a great reaction. It's going to be awesome. Uh, it's going to be true content, and uh, I'll probably have to fo do a follow-up. Like, I'll take a little bit of the podcast next week, next Friday, and I'm going to, you know, I'll show y'all what they said to me, you know, uh, to give, give y'all perfect uh, instance. But, you know, basically, you'll know now that uh, I am now back to the disappointment of the family. There we go. Uh, let's just put it that way. <laughs> but anyways, who cares? Let's celebrate. That's not depressing. What am I going to do now? I, I really don't know. I'm in a time of my life that I don't know, okay? Because I've, I've still wanted to do the comedy thing. Stand-up comedy has always been my thing, but I decided to take a break from it. I don't know if I've actually came out and said that on the podcast just yet, but I decided to come out and take a break. Um, and I took a break for a little bit uh, on stand-up comedy and that's when the you know whole college thing decided to flood into my brain and uh, what am I gonna do and whatnot because um when things didn't work out in Austin it got pretty depressing and um and then since things got like pretty depressing it, it just I don't know I just had to rethink a lot of things um I don't know if like you know I just wanted to you know I just prayed and I was like I'm trying to figure out what I, I need to do, you know, what's, what's the next option for me, so I've been trying to weigh my options out, and taking a break from comedy was definitely needed, because I was in the total wrong mindset when I was going into it, I was being so, so selfish, so selfish, and I literally, like, I don't know, I, like, for example, 35 episodes, this is the 35th episode, I created this podcast for basically, like at the very beginning when I created this podcast, it was because of an audio, it's an audio journal, basically. And I just talk about my life at the moment. And I listened to my recent, uh, my, one of my first episodes. My brain and my mindset just 34 episodes ago is totally different, pretty much totally different than it is now, which is good. And I want to show growth. Okay, that's the point of this podcast. I'm not going to go back and like when I go down the road and, you know, I whatever, I'm going to start deleting episodes because I'm like, oh, I'm embarrassed of that old me. No, I'm not embarrassed. I am embrace it uh, because I, I like to see growth. And that's part of the reason why I started this podcast, um, because I wanted to see like I want this to go on forever. I want to be able to be 50 years old, keep this podcast. And then like episode one is just me being 20 years old. And, you know, being, oh, well, no, 
19 years old and I was just whatever. So it, it just, I just like to see my mindset and the growth that I've had just over time. And that, that's part of me just doing this podcast. And that's what I really love doing about it and having people like y'all out there. And that's what I've also wanted to dust off and talk about as well is I just got an email. If you followed my story uh, on social media, Instagram, Facebook, um, that I have reached a thousand downloads of from my podcast, a thousand downloads. Uh, I just want to thank y'all. That, that, means, that means a lot to me. And I'm, I say this as most genuinely as possible. This is not sarcasm. I thanked y'all on my story. But I also wanted to personally thank y'all on this podcast as well because it means a lot. Um, I really, when I made this podcast, I really didn't know how it would go over. I didn't really think anybody would listen to me. But it's just the fact if even just one little person, one person listened and tuned in, then boom. Then that's, that's all it needed. All it needed was just a little bit. Uh, just like one person and it's like I'm fine I'm like all right cool one other person just like likes to tune in chime in and I also care about who listens to my podcast like comment uh email me I don't care don't be embarrassed I want to get to know the people who listen to my podcast that's what I really would love to know is just who it is and just I want to get to know them more as well of like what attracts you to my podcast because people have came up and asked me like hey Dawson what's your podcast about and I'm just like I mean, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. It's like, is it supposed to be funny? Yeah, it's supposed to be funny. But also sometimes, you know, you may get life lessons out of it. Like, I mean, all the all the stuff that I've been through. I mean, I all the stupid stuff that I've done and whatever. Like, I hope that maybe y'all could take some of this stuff and be like, ah, you know, maybe not go down that road or, you know, maybe rethink stuff, you know. Uh, it's supposed to just be entertainment. And also me just talking and blowing off some steam sometimes. Like this is this right here is my counseling. That that's literally what this was. This is whole thing is started and whatever is because of the, this is like my counseling. That's what this is. Um, I started this and I use it just to blow off some steam. So if y'all been following me since episode one. That that's awesome. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Give you a free T-shirt or something. I mean, literally, if you've been a if you've been a day one day one listener of this podcast, comment, say something. Let me know because I want to you know get you a T-shirt or something. I mean, I don't know. Gift basket. I'll send something to you. You know, like this little special cut fruit little basket that they made. I'll I'll give you one of those. I'll buy you one of those if you have been listening to this since day. Freaking one! <laughs> I don't know. I gotta do something because y'all. Uh, that means that means the world to me, and I just wanted to say thank you and, uh, you know, just take a little bit of this podcast out, time out and you know be able to express uh, some feelings on here because I feel like sometimes uh, I it kind of gets caught up in like the humor or the entertainment and you kind of don't really get to see the real side of me uh, or like. The, the more serious side of me, which isn't bad. I'm not saying me being serious and me, you know, being humorous or, you know, entertaining. I mean, it all goes hand in hand. Okay. So back to what I'm doing now. I don't know. Look, since I'm out of college, I don't know. I'm just going back to the drawing board. I'm living life as it is. I would love to keep on doing the stand up thing. I do a few open mics or whatever. But the problem is with all that is, is I do not like the environment. 
I don't. I don't. I don't like the environment of how negative it is. It really is. It's like stand-up comedy is really a negative environment. And I mean, if anybody tells you different, that's not true. I've been in it, and I've I know what the know what that industry or what that type of lifestyle is. And I mean, I just was not around anything that was like a good you know positivity or whatever. It was just everybody was just you know out for themselves. And also just out of the simple fact, it's like. They, you know, people use comedy because they come from, like, hardships, and they write jokes about it, and they go up on stage. So, I mean, they're not the best mentally trained people at all. So, you know, same here. I used it as, you know, as a coping skill, and that's just how it's always been with the stand-up, um, uh, that it's, um, it's always been a coping skill for me. So, when I went there, that's originally how it was, but then, you know, when things didn't work out, the way that I wanted it to, I honestly look back at it and I'm glad that that happened because now the situation I am now in, I'm, I've became a better person because of it, because I honestly, I don't, I don't know if I, I, because I started the podcast when I, when things like were definitely not working out and I was about to move back to Arkansas. That was when I first started the podcast. So you didn't really get to see me before that. And before that, I, I do I don't know. There was just a lot of things that I was just I was not I don't know. I was not right in the brain, you know. I was not, I was not doing things the right way, and uh, I was definitely you know. I'm glad that that part of my life got kind of split up from me for a little bit. So I'm trying to do things the right way, but I, I mean I still want to do the comedy thing if it ever arises or. Um, or something with that, uh, hopefully. But I mean, I don't know. I'm just praying about it. And uh, you know, yes, I'm I'm a Christian. I know I don't really talk about that on podcasting, and I know religion oh, is a shaky whatever. But that's just how it. That's just how who I am. And so I'm starting to do things a little differently and becoming more of a you know. It's just me between doing that and that's just who I am, and just you know. I don't know. I just got to thank God for where I'm at right now because honestly, I could be in a lot worse place. That basically is what the, the gist of it is. It's like, I feel like that that part of my life did not, you know, progress the way that I wanted it to because I was going at it the wrong way. So now I'm in this position and I mean, I am so much more grateful for it than what I was before then. So, you know, I'm just kind of vibing right now. I'm going to start a new YouTube channel. Uh, it's gonna be called the Dawson Eichelhart Show Show. Crazy content, just a bunch of crazy public stuff. I'm not gonna be pranking anybody. You'll just have to see to find out. Uh, it may air next Friday. You know, it depends on if I can get all this editing and stuff out of the way of it. Uh, but it's gonna be posted on the same, same little, same you know channel as this podcast. I'm not gonna have an opposite channel for it. I'm just gonna put it all on one channel. And I'm probably gonna do like maybe like every two weeks or so have a new. A uh, new episode of that and whatnot. So I'm just, you know, just experimenting and doing things and just in, enjoying the moment for a little bit and working and and whatnot. Look, it's good to have like a a calm season in your life sometimes. Okay, <laughs> but I just basically I'm just winding that all into thank you again for a thousand downloads. That that means a lot to me and uh, 
you know, whatever. <laughs> I know. I took a little bit of time out of that. And when I mean a little bit, I probably took a, l- a lot of it more time than I really wanted to. But what? <laughs> things happen. <laughs> but what, what also has been happening besides that, Dawson? Well, my friend's car broke down in Memphis. <laughs> he was heading back. It was a spring break trip. Uh, more likely, it was a spring breakdown for me. Um, anyways, <laughs> because I was just working the whole time. I had a, uh, a wedding to go to, but other than that, it really wasn't anything special. Uh, I came back here, went to work, uh, working. Next thing you know, I get a phone call in the middle of the week. It's like, hey, Dawson, what's up? I'm like, hey, how's it going, man? Are you coming back? And he's like, yeah, about that. Um, I'm on the side of the road, and uh, I'm just, you know, uh, I just, I'm about to get a tow truck. He's about to tow me to the nearest mechanic. I'm like, oh, that sounds good. <laughs> because I already know he's about to ask. And I don't know where he's at. I don't know, you know, anything of what, where, I don't know where he's at. I don't know, like, how far it is yet. But I already know what he's about to ask. So then it gets to the point where he asks, basically, he gets, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, I just don't know how I'm going to get back home. And I'm like, <laughs> all righty. And, um, you know, I went there, you know, traveled all three and a half hours to go get him. Um, it was, it was a, I had to cancel work and do whatever, but no, you got to do that for your bros. Okay. And girls, same thing for your, uh, I don't know what you call your best friends, your sisters or, you know, your sisters or whatever, your homies, whatever you got to do. It's it's like the little contract that you signed when you have a relationship or a friendship gets really deep. Um, and it gets to that point where like, oh, will you do anything for me? And then you kind of just cockily, like, you know, at the very beginning, you're just like, yes, I would do anything for you. Well, my yes got tested and, uh, you know, I, I delivered. Uh, yeah, I delivered. Uh, uh. <laughs> but it didn't stop there, though. So I picked him up, took him back, and uh, his car was still up there. So I was still planning to do the podcast that week. But then what ended up happening was his complications arose and he couldn't get the people that he was going to help him get the car. So take him up there. He didn't want to have me take him up there twice, which is totally reasonable. But then it happened and I had to end up taking him all the way back to Memphis again. We were in Memphis. We were in Memphis. He had to buy a U-Haul. We took, I followed him in the U-Haul, towing his car from the mechanic shop all the way to this other mechanic shop to get his car fixed because it's a Prius. So there's something wrong with the the big ultra battery or whatever that's in it. It's a very expensive battery, but he was trying to find a way just to get fixed for a little bit cheaper because, I mean, <laughs> uh, people our age don't have an, a, like a ton of money. I mean, normal. Normal people our age. <laughs> Not people that get the rich or whatever, but... You know, the average Joes don't have enough money to be spending three, $4,000 on a repair for a car that, you know, is just as much as we bought it for. There's just no way that would happen. So he was seeing if he can go find it cheaper. Well, then it starts pouring down rain, okay? We go from Memphis to Jackson, which is an hour away. So we have to take it an hour away to this mechanic shop. An hour, okay? Starts pouring down rain. He starts swerving on the side of the road, and I'm scared to death behind him. I don't know what he's doing. 
So I like I called him real quick, which is probably a dumb decision because he's already swerving to begin with. I was probably like he probably answers the phone and that's just the, his hand slips and he could have been just flying off the rails. But I called him. I was like, "You good?" He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Yeah, I'm good." And I was like, "You're just kind of swerving back here. You're riding the, you're going over the white line a lot." And he's like, "Oh well." He's like, he's uh, he's like, "Oh, I am." And I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Oh, don't worry." He's like, uh, "I'm just getting used to the driving." And I was like, "Just be careful because it's pouring on us at this point." Well, he keeps doing it, and I call him again. I said, "Dude, do you do we need to pull over for a second or something? Like, you're literally like one like." literally pothole away from just like I don't know just something I don't know I just did not feel good about the situation and he goes oh yeah I'm fine I'm just I was just flipping through music on YouTube what it's pouring down rain you're driving a U-Haul truck towing a vehicle and you're telling me that you're flipping through YouTube whatever (laughs) we don't need we don't need to have another tow truck come pick us up that's what i'm trying to get here so think with your head please for the love of god think with your head so he did finally got his crap together we make it we make it there now this shop that we made it to it was not like a freaking top shop it's it's a guy who is um he's like basically he does this as like a side gig like he has his main job his little side thing is fixing like the hyper oh, hyper batteries in these Priuses. So we get there and we don't know exactly where this place is. I am tired at this point because we left at 2.30 to get to Memphis before the U-Haul place closed. And at this time, it's like 8 o'clock at night. We've been there. We've been traveling all day, basically. And I'm just exhausted. And he's like, where's this place? I don't know where to drop this car off. He said, just drop it off in the gravel. And we're literally in gravel. I was like, so we're just dropping off here? He goes, I don't know. So we go in the back. And we go, we drive, we drive around the back. Then we go and uh, we just literally walk into this random garage. We don't know what garage this is. It's just a random garage. And there's just five Hispanic dudes there just talking to each other in Spanish. And they look at us, and they're like, and I'm like, hey, um, I, uh, I'm, I, uh, need to, uh, I, uh, can someone speak English? <laughs> That's what basically I said. And one guy goes, yes, I, I, I speak English. And I was like, all right, cool. I was like, we're trying to find this place who, fi- this guy who fixed priestesses. He goes, ah, right down there. Pointing his right in the straight direction. So it must have been pretty awkward for them. Because they just had two random white kids just walk into their own personal garage. This is their own personal garage, by the way. <laughs> so we just walk in there. Next thing you know, comes uh, we go over there. It's still pouring down rain. So now we have to figure out how to get his car off the like the little dolly, little dolly thing that to get his car, whatever, down. So we had to figure out how to unstrap it, un whatever, because the people at the mechanic shop. In Memphis, they strapped it down for us, so we didn't have to worry about it, but they didn't tell us how to strap it back. So, of course, we had to figure that out on our own. So, I'm just prepared to get my clothes soaked. So is he. And we just run out there, and we start just tugging on stuff, trying to get jamble it, whatever. It takes us forever, and we're just literally soaked. We finally get the straps off. Now, it was the struggle of getting this car pushed off. So we get this car. So I get on the front, and I'm just trying to push. I'm trying to push with 
all my might. Which, why would he ever put me in the position of pushing first while he steers? Why? Why would he ever do that? I never understood. This dude goes to the gym. He lifts all the time. I'm literally a buck 25. This dude weighs way more than I do. And he has, I have the, literally the upper body strength of a preteen girl. So why do I, why, why did I, but he, he learned. So I got in the car. He couldn't get pushed off either. So now we're in this dilemma of like, how are we going to get this car pushed off? It's pouring down rain. We got to figure this out because we didn't come out here for nothing. Well, I had the idea. Let's go talk to the Hispanic guys again. We walked, I walked down there. I'm drenched. They look at me like I'm, I'm just some weirdo. So they look at me like that, and they all of a sudden, they're just like, what's up? But he's like, what's up? I was like, hey, I need help pushing this car off his dolly. So the one that speaks English communicated to his, his uh, people, hey, we got to go help him push this guy. They all, look at, they all look at me, and they're just like, ah. Uh, all they had was one umbrella. So you just see five, you see two, uh, you see two of them hiding under the umbrella while the rest of us like walk out in the rain. Well, we all get there. They help us push the car off, and we all celebrate. And we're all just like, "Hey, thank you, thank you, whatever." Then all five of them get under this umbrella. All five of them just get under it, and they are just like all squished and tied together. These and and these are not like kids. These are forty, fifty-year-old men and they're all just like scrunched up under one umbrella small umbrella and they're just like like literally tiptoeing their way back to their garage and i don't know the night was not over so we took we decided that to make the trip cheaper uh for him that it would be better if he took the u-haul back so he can get some of his money back which to use the u-haul to tow our car from to tow his car from Memphis back to Conway, it was five hundred and fifty dollars. What? Five hundred fifty dollars? Ugh, ridiculous! And they didn't even fill up the tank all the way. So of course we're gonna try to get some of our money back. By the way, we got half of it back. Amazing. So that means we had to drive from Jackson back to Memphis, a whole nother hour trip. So still pouring down rain, we're driving back. So we drive back finally drop the U-Haul off, he gets in my car, and we're just exhausted. We're like, I'm, I'm exhausted, because now I have to drive still, because he doesn't know how to drive a stick shift, and I have to drive, I've literally been driving all day, so I am just worn out. And so we drive all the way back. Drive all the way back at night, get back to the apartment, like I think the timestamp I got put on my story, it was like 2.30 in the morning, something like that. It was like, yeah, about 2.30 in the morning. I was exhausted. He was exhausted. Oh, it was awful. So that, that just brings it up to the, the, to the sum of how my past few weeks have been uh, with just craziness and just me not being able to have time to do a podcast. So between dropping out of college, having to help my friend tow his car from Memphis or whatever and get all his stuff situated, I mean, it's just been... It's been one thing right after another. It's just been crazy. And, I mean, the, the insects. I didn't know it was Suicide Awareness Month for insects, but they were all up on my windshield <laughs> the whole road trip, even me to go pick them up the first time. I literally just washed my car when he called. I just washed it. 
And he called me and he goes, hey, can you come pick me up? And I was like, I'd love to. So I drive all the way up there. It literally, like, they all just were just all just covering my windshield. They're just, like, just jumping out in front of it in Memphis. And Memphis, it was even worse because I, I don't know if you've ever been to Memphis or not, but Memphis is, I, I don't know. They have a zoo and a Bass Pro Shop and everything else is just, like, eh, like, awful. I, I, I do not like Memphis at all as a city. <laughs> it is. It is awful. And the insects don't like it either because apparently they were just jumping in front of every car that they possibly could get. Like, they could just possibly hold up. <laughs> just <laughs> Every cricket just leaving their families. Just, no, not Jiminy. No, Jiminy, don't go. Jiminy Cricket. Jiminy Cricket. Man, isn't he the only, isn't he like the last living, like, uh, you know, old, uh, like book or you know character from back in the day that's still living and hasn't been canceled yet jiminy cricket has anybody looked it up it's a, it's a cricket who's a pimp it's a pimp cricket might want to look into that one jiminy cricket might be up next to <laughs> to be <laughs> canceled with all these other things god <laughs> and that was, yeah that was just crazy car adventure uh just I couldn't, I couldn't have imagined a, just a better experience of uh, testing, testing if I still wanted to be friends with this, friends with this guy. You know, we've been friends since high school, but you know, uh, this was a really good test to see if you know if it was re- really worth it. And in the end, um, I would say that I would have been better off if I just found a different friend. <laughs> I'm, just, <laughs> I'm playing. He's worth it. There's only a few people, there's all, like, y'all can understand this too, there's only a few people that you would go and do anything for, and that, hap- he happens to be one of them. I'm not, I would never just go to Memphis for anybody. If, like, some guy's like, hey, remember me? Uh, I was in your class, you know, we took a couple classes together in high school, uh, but I'm broke down all the way over here. No, not doing it, sorry. I mean, I'm nice, but I'm not that nice, you know, I'm not gonna just get used. I've had that happen many times. Not going to happen ever again. Never going to be used. Okay. <laughs> ah, but moving on to the fun fact. Fun fact portion. Ah, this is where, uh, you know, I dust off, you know, if, you, if you're a newcomer. But I know you're probably not a newcomer listening to this. But if you are happen to be, this is where I find a random fun fact off the internet that's a little weird, a little out there, a little whatever. and. You know, I bring it to the light, and I like to share it with you. And this one happens to be a pretty interesting one. I found this one. I was like, "What? Like, really? This is like, this is the actual thing?" And uh, apparently, back in the day, vacuum cleaners uh, were originally horse-drawn. What? <laughs> originally horse-drawn. Let me let me pull up the actual. Yep, it was called the. It was called. It was the first vacuum. It was called the Puffing Billy. Uh, the first power vacuum, and it was horse-drawn. <laughs> a British engineer named Hubert Cecil uh, invented the first power vacuum cleaner, and, uh, and it ran on gasoline, and it was towed around on a horse-drawn car due to its massive size. What? They literally had to stick this thing through a window to clean. Like, they couldn't, like you couldn't bring it through a door. It's gas-powered. Like, what did this thing get? Like, what? 10 miles to a gallon? Is that how bad this thing was? Was it like a generator? Was it that loud? 
that's just awful to even think about. Just be able to just take a vacuum, go in there, and just, uh, uh. Like, this thing had to have been ginormous. The, I'm going to look up a picture of it. The Puffing Billy. The Puffing Billy. Images. Oh, my God. What? No, I'm not like... No, it's a vacuum, not a locomotive. No, I was about to say, this thing, it pulled up a train. What? I'm going to pop it up up here. This is what the Puffing Billy looks like, and apparently it is... Wow, that thing is ginormous. Like, it looked like... Whatever that looks like to you, it looks like a, a washing machine. Like, way bigger than what... It looks like I could fit in there. It looks like a small little... Like, I could probably live in there, you know, probably stay the night. It looks like a cart, like a train cart. That's literally what it looks like. That you would transport, transport coal or something. That thing. Cleaning service. You want a cleaning service back then? You're going to get that thing. <laughs> How can you get that from one place to another? Not a trailer. God, and it's got to be towed on a horse-drawn cart. It doesn't show what the hose looked like, but I can only imagine it was, like, held like a, like a minigun, probably. And you can just... <laughs> just soaks up anything. I bet my TV would be gone. My probably uh, the Grinch. If you ever watched the Grinch in the vacuum that soaks up all the presents, that's what the puffing Billy is. That's how bad. <laughs> that that that's one bad vacuum right there, man. Whoo, gas powered vacuum. If it's a gas powered vacuum, have you ever seen the videos of like the chainsaws? I think I've talked about it on the podcast before, with, like the chainsaws, and they'll put like the huge enormous hot rod engines on them and they'll mm, mm, mm. I'll show you one like like I'll put up you know what no I'm not even put up the video it's just gonna be a picture y'all can look at the video it's it's amazing it's literally like the world's fastest chainsaw it's like literally like people it takes two people to hold and they go up and they go straight down and just chops that chops a little bit of the tree off I'm I don't know it's it's part of uh, you know trying to be relevant you know trying to find something that people are good at you know <laughs> that that is definitely what that is um but that's a fun fact that I have for y'all today tonight this morning what whatever it is is the vacuum you know just be just be appreciative that now that vacuums are the size that they are now because uh, back then everything was big I think there was computers like the first computer was just like ginormous and it took like a whole building up and just the fact that they now have like little little divide now you got boom now you got this thing it's it's amazing to even think about that <laughs> we got these machines now that are that used to be ginormous but they're now just like little pocket size speaking of which the 3g iphones like the iphone 3 i looked this up and they're selling for like a, a thousands of dollars now like selling for a lot of money like their collector's items i think they're going to try to open up an electronics museum and put like the 3g and they're going to have like all the evolution of all the technology it's pretty cool but uh i would definitely invest in an iphone if you have like the old 3g phones i would uh i would keep on to it make sure to take care of it because they're like if they're in good condition mint condition people will pay upwards of a few grand for these iphones and i don't know i i don't have one in my possession but you know just trying to help y'all out if y'all have any debts or your endeavors uh you know like you know school debt that y'all have to pay for or, you know got a little anything y'all going with 
go for it. <laughs> Sell that iPhone 3G for a good few thousand, and it'll clean up all your debts, I promise. That's the best investment that I can promise you. Because other than that, I'm not good with stocks. So, I'll leave, leave y'all hanging with that one. <laughs> but, uh, what in the YouTube recommended? That's the new new little segment that I, had, that I started on my last podcast. And I know that y'all probably going to say, hey, Dawson. Isn't that copyrighted? Well, isn't the most of the stuff that I show that's copyrighted? I had some music of Eminem at the very beginning. Hopefully, he doesn't uh, take me to court. Ooh. <laughs> That would actually be kind of awesome. I mean, I'll have no money. I'll be totally broke. But then all of a sudden, Eminem comes out, and he just like I'd just be able to say, like, hey, Dawson, how did you become so poor? I'll be like, huh, Eminem sued me. And they'll be like, what? Eminem? The Eminem sued you? And I'm like, yeah, he took all my money. And they're like, man, at least you got sued by Eminem, right? I'm like, yeah, no, I can't be that mad. I mean, I got sued by a freaking, I mean, a celebrity. <laughs> Anyone? So, I mean, I don't really have much to lose. I mean, what's he going to take? My TV? This camera? Please don't take my cameraman. My, or, my, or my laptop. Please don't take my laptop either. I prefer not to, you know. But what in the YouTube recommended? I know it's copyrighted content, but it doesn't matter to me. I have wild things that pop up on my YouTube recommended all the time. And I feel like it needs to be shared to the public. It needs to be shared to the world. And, um... You know, I don't do this for money. That's the most important thing, okay? I know a lot of people out there, they say, oh, I'm not going to do this for money. I'm going to do that for money. And they end up getting into it. Why? Because of money. But I'm solid in this, okay? Don't care. YouTube, whatever. You can keep your money, YouTube. I just, I just want the views. I just want people to know and just hear me out. Right? And I want them to know also what y'all be recommending me. Y'all be recommending me some weird stuff. And uh, this video that I found, it's, it's like four minutes long. Okay? It's four minutes long, but uh, it's, it's going to pop up right here for y'all to all see. But it's four minutes long. It is a pig, a pig calling contest. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever participated in a pig calling contest or even seen or even heard of a pig calling contest, but uh, it was probably one of the cringiest, weirdest things I've ever seen in my life. Just straight up, I, I don't even know what to call it anymore. Like, I don't even know how to, how to look at it. Or, I mean, it's a, it's a pig calling contest, but we'll, we'll roll right into it. Uh, first thing that pops up is uh, Cringe Arena Presents. It's a YouTube channel, and they apparently mash, you know, cringy stuff together. And, uh, or they find cringy things, and they make a little highlight film of it. Um, go, go check out their stuff. Who knows? And you might find some cool stuff if you like cringe stuff. Uh, who knows? Maybe in the future, when I do what in the YouTube recommended, I will, uh, you know, find more stuff from there that I can be like, you know, react to in a way. Uh, to kind of, you know, conclude <laughs> the podcast up. And who knows? But uh, this video that popped up in my recommended, uh, I was not ashamed. So uh, it's, it's a longer, it's, a, it's four minutes. So we're just going to go right. I've already watched it multiple times. Uh, certain parts of this always makes me laugh. But uh, uh, if you are in a car right now or if you have earbuds in, I would kind of probably try to, you know, turn 
turn the volume maybe down a little bit. I'm going to try my best to edit the audio to where it's not so blaringly loud when they start squealing into a mic. But <laughs> I can't promise you anything. Not at all. So, uh... Mm, delicious. Um, let's just get right into it. <laughs> Cringerin presents. I'm going to turn it sideways so I can, you know... Okay, pause. <laughs> um, this guy has corn on his head, and I don't know the initial reaction of calling a pig, but I'm pretty sure what he's about to do, I mean, we kind of heard a little glimpse of it, but it's probably no... Nothing, you know, amazing. I mean, this guy has corn on his head. So I can only imagine what squeal that he has presented to us. Because, I mean, I'm going to pretend I'm a judge in this too, okay? Because uh, in the end, you know, I already know who wins this thing. But, you know, maybe maybe he wasn't the best, you know? I kind of thought some other guy. But, you know, we'll, we'll give the guy with corn a shot. Piggy, 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 piggy. Freddy. Freddy. <laughs> okay, pause again. Freddy. You name your pigs now? I think now, I think he's actually honestly telling us a story about a real life incident that he's had with pigs. <laughs> Freddy. Freddy. Hey, hey, Freddy. They're just <laughs> what, and also the pigs are just going to come out of the bushes. Hey, what's up? What's up? You need me? <laughs> so, apparently he's had this problem before. <laughs> oh my... <laughs> I think he's... I think that's... Okay, now that, now that confirms for me, okay? I've, I know I've already seen this video... But it does confirm to me now, just in that instance now, that it does confirm that he has had that happen to him before. He lost his pet pig, and he called it, and it's Freddy. And he's like, oh, never mind. It's good. I didn't have to freak out like a little, like, whatever. <laughs> and does he wear the corn hat, too, when he goes and finds his pigs? Uh, that would be, that'd be awesome if he does. <laughs> so that was the first guy. So we're already in a... Great, already on a great start, okay? So he already showed us. Right now, top tier. Top tier right now. So we got this guy. Wow. I'm digging the glasses. What? <laughs> Come on, pig. Come on, pig. <laughs> Dude, those glasses are so tight on his head. Like seriously, like I feel like I feel like if he like, like I don't know, like if he, I feel like if he moved his eyebrows, the like the frames would just snap off right in half. He will never lose those things. I promise you, they will never wedge from from his ears. Like I've had problems in the past putting glasses on and like they fall or whatever. This dude will never have that problem. <laughs> Piggy, like I like this. The guy beforehand did the same thing with the. Let's keep watching. 
<laughs> oh my. I forgot that. I forgot how crazy this guy goes. Okay. <laughs> Who starts out very soft? Piggy. Oh, come here, Piggy. He reminds me of the guy from The Shining. You know, it's kind of like, come here. Huh, come here, and all of a sudden, now he's showing us he splits the door in half with the axe, and he just full-on delivers. Ooh, now, this is the part where I, like, I would dial down my radio. If if somehow I didn't figure out the audio, this is where I would dial down the radio, because it gets pretty bad here. Uh, <laughs> let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> what the what the <laughs> they're all clapping that dude the front in the orange i relate he probably just was like pig calling contest hey kids come on let's get front row seats this is gonna be a show <laughs> look that is a packed that is literally a packed house full of people watching this contest and that guy literally just like just threw his hands up in the air like yeah i just did that and he just went back and sat down oh my god this <laughs> look at that little girl she's like looking at her mom like dude he actually honestly didn't do that bad like i would like to invite him over to the house and call some pigs over sometime i like i think he's <laughs> the couple in the back are enjoying themselves dude this is just <laughs> they're clapping for these people <laughs> he's laughing i like the dude in the orange he's Hey, hold on, time out. This next guy, he grew up in the city, so but. Now, that really brings interest now. Now, we're not, those two first two guys, you can kind of tell that they grew up in, this dude does not even know, like, he's wearing a New York City shirt. Why? Why would you be at a pig calling contest? He said he grew up in the city. Let's see what he's got. All right. He studied it. Oh, wow. Oh, take the mic off. <laughs> Pause. Um, is he like, is it like that's his startup? Is he like, is, is it like a lawnmower? Sweep, sweep. And watch, like, he's probably getting like, that's him getting it started. He's getting it up. I'm encouraging him. I think he's got what it takes right now from what I'm paused on. Um, if he was on The Voice and it was like a pig calling contest, I don't know, I'd be interested. I'd be like, kind of like nodding my head, I'd be like, okay, this guy's got potential, we'll see what he's doing. Alright, never mind. That dude just hit a really high note. Oh my. If I was Christina Aguilera or Blake Shelton or whatever, I would... Boom. I would just flip my chair around on The Voice for this. This guy hits octaves. I mean, like... Is there any glass broken in my house? <laughs> no. I was making sure. Anyways, let's keep going. <laughs> he sounded like he was like start. So that whole thing was a startup. Just so he can just freaking just go and just motorboat the mic. That's literally what he's doing and just snarling in it. Like a, what? <laughs> oh oh my man my man with the final finish just oh yeah that's right the dude from new york 
I lived in the city. I was born and raised. But guess what? <clears throat> On a farm is where I spent most of my days. <laughs> Remix of Fred Prince right there. This dude, this dude showed something that these country folks have never seen before. Adaptation. And that's what he did. <laughs> he's probably doesn't own a pig farm. He's probably going to go back to his uh, condo. And uh, he's probably got, like, some business job that he does uh, where he, like, goes and promotes for some company. He's, like, some, probably some big business banker. And, like, now they're going to, now this video is just all over YouTube. And they're like, what the heck? He's my boss? Like, nah, I don't. <laughs> and that guy just went, like, yeah, I, I blew this out of the water. I, I did exactly how I practiced in the mirror. Like, what the heck? How cocky do you have to be? Just... <laughs> And by the way, I doubt any of these guys have, are in relationships. And if they are, they're pigs. Definitely got to be pigs. Oh. <laughs> he put that mic up like I did on my first open mic. You know, kind of just awkwardly and just kind of like, thank you. You know, that, that, that brings me just flat, like a little, little throwback, little flashback right there of, of how I did my first open mic. But let's see. <laughs> He ended it with style, you know, back to normal. Now, this lady here, I don't know. First looking at her, I feel like she's going to blow it out of the water, but I've already seen this. Like I said, I'm going <laughs> to, like I said beforehand, I'm probably going to skip through some of it just as a simple fact because it kind of gets repetitive. But you know, you know what? I am not going to do that. I'm going to let y'all enjoy it. Let's just go right in. Oh, my <laughs> I think it's pig calling. Okay, I think it's called pig calling, not act like a pig. <laughs> and also, she's cl clearly screaming bloody murder. No pig is ever going to react to her and just be like, oh, that is my owner. I need to go to her. The, the pig probably ran away for a reason. What? <laughs> What'd you just say? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I see. <laughs> What'd she say? We gotta go back real quick. Man, I just paused on the embarrassing part. But she's probably got to be like a cafeteria lady or some school teacher. Or she's going to go back. Her name's like Miss Johnson or something. She's going to go back to school the next day. And every kid is going to be like, hey, what'd you do this weekend, Miss Johnson? She's like, oh, I just won a contest. What contest did she win? Oh, I'm just the big, best pit caller. <laughs> Let's go back a little bit. Okay. She clearly... It's not pig calling at this point. I think she honestly thinks she's a pig. She literally just screamed into a mic, I like to get dirty. Oh, I think she likes to get dirty. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Her alter ego is like a pig. That has to be, that, she has to be a pig. That, I'm convinced that this lady is not pig calling. I think she got mixed up and confused. I think she solely thinks that this is the best impersonation of a pig. And uh, if it was best impersonation of a pig award, I would give it to her. 
I mean, if she started rolling around in mud in these next few seconds, I would just give her the blue ribbon for just, you know, um, just trying her best. <laughs> wow, what a Looney Tunes ending on that one. Oh, that's all, folks. <laughs> you can't do that and have an ending like that. Like, all these people have, like, the most normalist endings ever. They just go freaking crazy in the mic, and at the very end, they're just like, Thank you. I just really appreciate it. And I just love being here. Thank you. Good night. It's <laughs> just <laughs> why there's no way you might as well just be a psycho and then end it like a psycho. Like <laughs> that's all folks. These guys are clapping. All right. So that, that's the end of it. Basically. Well, here's the thing. We're now going to go and scroll over to the interview of the winner. Okay, it was the dude from the city. He won. Okay, of course he won. Now we're gonna watch this interview. This dude, I, <laughs> the interview after interview was so funny. You just have. To, we're about to watch it, but the thing is here is that just how cocky he is. You gotta pay attention to it because why? Why be this cocky for a pig squealing competition? Really, just. Uh, oh, wow. The reigning champ. Man, he's just... Way to go. Way to go. Way to go, champ. You're just the best at calling for pigs. That's that's awesome, you know? What job interviews are going to get you? Um, it, you know, it's... I don't think anything. I don't think that would get you anything in life. Just knowing how to squeal like a pig. Um, maybe if you were on a farm, you know? Maybe if it actually worked. That actually, to become the best pig squealer, the big best pig caller, um, I think there should be pigs involved, and I think they should go into a field, and the first, uh, the person who gets the most pigs around them wins the competition. They're just acting like pigs. They should be called pig acting competition. He's taking it seriously. He's going all around the globe, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, he's a, he's got to reiterate that city boy. That basically I got to end that there because that's all the ranting, but of ranting what he does, you basically get the gist. This dude is acting baller status, and he thinks he's gonna go across the globe making it as a pig squealer, which you know. I hope he is. You know, this video was made six years ago. I wonder what this dude's doing now. He's probably rolling in the mud, dude. He He's probably gotten deals. He's probably working for a bacon company. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure I've probably seen him on a commercial. Uh, who knows? This dude's probably doing big things now. He's probably going from Montana, just going all around the globe, showing showing what it takes to act like a pig. And uh, I know it, it's so inspiring to see that. He's probably doing really big things for sure. And, you know, it's all in the competition because it's who can get the most ribbons. And anybody would do anything for a blue ribbon. I mean, come on. Like, you would freak out right now or you would freak out during your day if someone just came up to you and was just like, hey, here you go. 
uh, here's your blue ribbon for first place. And they're like, what? Why, why do I deserve a first place blue ribbon? Well, I don't know. I just think you're awesome. And you're like, oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. That means so much. <laughs> but that, that, this is a pig squealing competition. Thank you. Thank you for, you know, getting through that with me. I know that, um, I know that, uh, you know, it took a lot to get in there. Hopefully you made it, you know, hopefully, you know, it wasn't too annoying. It honestly, I, it was so cringy and funny. Dude, I, I still laugh at that video. I still have to look at it and watch at it and just uh, watch it all the time. It's so funny to me. That video is on point. One of the best YouTube recommended videos out there. So YouTube, if you're listening, please recommend me more videos like that. That was so funny. Um, and just great content. That's what I want. It's like, it helps me make better content if you keep recommending me stuff like that. And I think now I've gotten my YouTube recommended to where I wanted it because when you find videos like those, you, you've you gotten your YouTube recommended really weird. So, <laughs> and that's my goal. The weirder the YouTube recommended, the more interesting this uh, segment is. But I just wanted to thank everybody for listening to the 35th episode of the last I go hard podcast and uh and um making it this far I mean I th- I'm going a little over an hour wow this is one of my longer podcasts um so if you're still listening that's awesome uh, if you had to put a little bookmark in it and save it for later that's fine yeah, I'm just one of those it's just I haven't done a podcast in a few weeks so I thought you know who cares if I go a little over what's the big deal uh I mean it's a lot to cover. I had a lot. I had a story to tell you. I had a freaking great, <laughs> a flipping great video uh, I had to show y'all. And um, it's just, and <clears throat> to reiterate again, a thousand downloads. It means so much, um, so much to me. Uh, thank you again. It, it really, I mean, honestly, that's just awesome. Uh, but make sure to uh, like and subscribe if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, if you're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify whatever, you know, throw me a five star, maybe, you know, if you, if you think five star, if it's five star quality, you know, go for it, uh, go, go punch those, <laughs> go give me a little, boop, little five star, and, you know, if you're enjoying these as well on YouTube, like it, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your mom, tell your whatever, because I'm dropped out now, you know, and, uh, I, uh, I don't really have much going on in life right now, and, uh, you know, uh, anytime that you get this voice, it's very depressing um, that it, and it means it's it's all seriousness that uh you <laughs> I'm just kidding I'm not gonna guilt trip you into listening to this okay you listen to it on your own free will but thank you everybody for listening to episode 35 of the last I go heart podcast I will see y'all next Friday the last I go hard podcast. You are listening to the last I go hard podcast.